Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford Issues is powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. They have a solar expert and an energy services supervisor to help members understand if solar is right for them and also to help members avoid possible scams from outside parties. You can find out more about that at mte.com slash prosolar. It is time to uh, catch up with John Mitchell. He is the executive director of the Heart of Tennessee chapter of the American Red Cross and a uh, special guest joining in studio as well. So a lot to catch up on. And uh, John, good morning. Good morning, Brian. Um, I just want to take this opportunity to thank our volunteer base uh, we'll talk a little bit uh, uh, later with uh, Kevin Kevin Fair. He's uh, coming on our board, but we'll we'll get into that a little later. But we have a lot of volunteers. As a matter of fact, I usually like to mention the fact that 90% of the work we do is with volunteers. And they're very active right now. Um, if you go across the nation, we have volunteers d- doing active disasters in Hawaii, Alaska, Oregon, Missouri, Arkansas, Vermont. Uh, and that's all while supporting the recent tornado that was in East Tennessee and, and the storms that came through um, that impacted our chapter directly. Um, we've been in uh, Manchester the last, uh, well, you know, throughout this week. Um, and we had about uh, 16 families impacted with that. One apartment complex that had eight families. Now that was a fire in Manchester? No, that was actually from the... Uh, <clears throat> the storms that came in earlier in the week really yeah okay so even though there was no tornado there still was wind damage enough to displace people mm-hmm. there was actually six additional homes in manchester that had what we call major damage to the point that you know they were displaced so wow. we're in the process um you know the way that works for us is we start off with mass care by opening a shelter um start with feeding um we assess the needs of the, the people's shelter because that's one of the most important things on the planet, of course. Um, here in the South, they're so you know we're so resilient. A lot of times they'll stay with family members mm-hmm. or friends and, and have you. But that's the first part of us working through what their needs are going to be. And after we get out next, we have disaster assessment teams that uh, go out and make assessments with you know the property. And that allows us to stage what we call the disaster or quote unquote kind of make a a determination as to what type of disaster we're dealing with. So in Tennessee, considering the F2 tornado and a big shelter that was open in East Tennessee um, and what we're dealing with in a couple other counties, um, we're calling it a, a disaster response of three. Um, to give you some perspective, when we were in Florida last year, that was uh, a five. Okay. Um, and that's all based off of kind of what I was talking about. The disaster assessment teams go out and start actually putting, you know, potential dollars mm-hmm. to what we're going to end up dealing with. Of course, working with TEMA and FEMA and all the emergency management teams. Um, and so... I just spent the day down there yesterday, and we're working hard to get them some wraparound services. There's, a, you know, some things that we can do, but we also know their community can support them. But that being said, we're busy, and it's always a good, uh, 
cue for me to say we need volunteers sure absolutely um, I, every time you watch television so the the big thing now the the fires in hawaii well you mentioned hawaii red cross is there the what last week or so it was the flooding in the northeast and yep. the flooding that happened there in vermont and massachusetts and the storms and it was historical you're there so it's like whenever there's some type of natural disaster like that the the red cross is is always boots on the ground it seems it is and it does impact us locally in the sense that when you're trained as a volunteer whether it's disaster assessment um you know doing sheltering or feeding or you know whatever it is you have the ability to just do that locally at your pace or you can put in for deployment and go serve in these places so we do have people in the middle tennessee region that are deploying to uh some sandy hughes if you know her she's volunteer extraordinaire has put in between 2,000 and 3,000 volunteer hours a year. Hmm. Um, she deploys a lot, and she just said to me yesterday while we were in Manchester, she's wanting to try to go Hawaii, not, of course, for the sightseeing, but she's really passionate about you know, helping because she's really talented at what she does. So, um, you know, it, that's what we do, and, and we work through volunteers, and uh, I'd like to introduce kevin today kevin has come on our board we have 17 board members that's another volunteer opportunity to where people can come on and be a full-fledged board member or serve on one of the committees and um kevin has has joined us and i just want to give him a chance to talk a little bit about what what he does for his professional life and um he's got a real passion for people so i'm going to give him a platform well thank you john and, and brian thank you for having me on so you know, we touched upon the volunteerism, so the humanitarian effort of the Red Cross, and I'm talking globally, right, but we can talk locally, is is truly unprecedented. So, uh, you know, my wife Kelly and I, we started a, a MATA senior care here in, uh, in Rutherford County about nine years ago, and uh, we saw, um, you know, what philanthropic efforts can do to help families right and we provide caregivers to help the elderly in their home and you know when i got turned on to volunteer opportunities in the community the red cross's mission kind of spoke to me uh, because what we do and how we do things is is truly impressive so when we leverage that and we leverage our time is very finite and as volunteers we have to be very judicious in, in how we spend our time sure. i felt the best uh, the best way i could continue to give back to our community was not only to serve on the board uh, i am also um, on the executive council for what is called the long-term recovery group uh, where i am um, you know actively involved in 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 planning allocating dollars allocating resources to folks who have to uh, endure long-term recovery from from events well i guess one of the big things that comes to mind with that would maybe be the tornado in reedyville you know obviously a long term there was a short-term situation you know right as the storm happened but uh you know there are people still picking up the pieces and stuff there now it's exactly right and i'll give you some context um with my professional i was in unionville um just two yesterday um, signing up an elderly veteran client for our services. And he communicated to me and showed me the devastation of 
recent storms that went through that ripped up huge trees in his house and his neighbor's house and and they were trying to come together as a community saying how you know how are we gonna Mm -hmm. you know how are we gonna handle this now that's a small example but extrapolate that out throughout tennessee and you know storm season in tennessee it seems to be an annual uh, you know it seems to be all year long so we have a wonderful mission wonderful objectives and uh, we do need a lot of volunteers and and a lot of help well you're right it's it this summer has been so stormy it seems like we've we've had wind event after wind event and uh, we haven't even gotten to what is called the secondary severe weather season which is in the you know change of the season between you know fall and winter so uh you know it's it's been kind of a tough year with that kevin uh you were mentioning you know time is finite i mean i mean you, you're a career guy business owner you've got to make sure that what time that you can volunteer you feel like you're doing the most i I, that's kind of what i get from what you were saying yeah right i mean there is so my goal long term is i would love to be deployed um to go help in various areas um i have to make judicious decisions with my time because you know running a a larger company is is uh, you know very uh time consuming but you know we all have the ability to give back and you know if you love your community you know the way i do and john does and you know you can you can structure your time to to make charitable contributions and if you can't give your time you can if you have finances you can certainly do that as well because our humanitarian efforts are empowered by our ability to take in funds take in donations so we have feet on the street to deploy uh, when when tragic events happen. We have uh, joining us today from the American Red Cross Heart of Tennessee chapter, the executive director, John Mitchell, uh, new board member, Kevin Fair, also here uh, as as well. So how long have you been on the board, Kevin? Uh, I just started, so I'm a, a couple months in, and I've just recently accepted the leadership position within the long-term recovery group. So Okay. I am new. I am a rookie. You're 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 brand new. I could I could see the sparkle uh, coming <laughs> off of you this morning. So, with that being said, there there had to be a, a lead up, and you've you've touched on this just a little bit. But when you were making that decision, the American Red Cross, what they do, something had to to speak to you. Was it an event? Was it just their body of work? What was it that said, you know, this is where I need to spend my time? Yeah, it goes back to the mission. And uh, anybody who knows me in the business world knows that we have built our company on core values. We have built our company on a mission statement. Uh, The mission statement of the American Red Cross spoke to me and uh, I proactively reached out to John leading the the Heart of Tennessee chapter. Uh, And, you know, one thing led to another. I'll tell you, if you go back and look at the history you know, back in World War One, when um, soldiers were killed overseas, right? The American Red Cross were the ones who notified the families. And if you look at the history and you look at what this organization long term has done, uh, it just spoke to me, you mm-hmm. know, and it spoke to me. And I, I, I couldn't think of a better place for me to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, donating my time. You know, and John, I think if you if you really think about the Red Cross a lot of people have probably been touched by the Red Cross some in some form or fashion. When Kevin was just mentioning, you know, about World War One, my wife's brother was deployed in Iraq when 
their father passed away mm-hmm. and it was the red cross who did that notification yeah you know, that's so still part of our um it's it's actually how we started uh, claire barton was the angel of the battlefield as they called her after the civil war trying to say we've got to do what some other countries are doing and add some real humanity to what's going on and today that service to armed forces is you know does still does the communication where the um the uh, agency that works with the uh military to get uh, you know veterans back during their own um emergency you know maybe a death in the family um and you know i was sitting here listening to uh kevin i I would have thought he'd been here two years. Um, he was speaking <laughs> eloquently, and um, I was uh, it was really good to hear. But I, I we're really excited to to bring him and a total of seventeen board members on to support us in the county. But if I could for a second, let me speak to what you were mentioning about the reoccurrence of disasters. We've been given some uh, presentations recently, and it talks about a trend that. If you go back seven years ago, we were having national disasters that maybe cost $1 billion. I'm talking about not just Red Cross money, but sure. that scale um, every 20 days. And then it got down to 17, and now it's at 12. And as I just read off all those states, you know, international mm-hmm. and national, um, we foresee that to be maybe getting closer to seven somewhere in the near future so seven seven days seven days between us doing a major deployment i see of an operation that would cost a billion dollars whether it's and we had guam uh, back during the summer and we did have people deploy from the region here there we'll have people in hawaii um so i say that again that if you're sitting you know at the house and you've been thinking i've been thinking about um you know doing something give us a call we've got a various amount of uh volunteer opportunities that doesn't mean you have to deploy to hawaii or guam um but it could mean that you could come in and help us uh you know fill one of those voids so somebody's not carrying two or three jobs and um the heart of tennessee chapter is right here just right near the downtown area if you know where the uh, bridge over broad is located you can find uh, the the office building you can just stop by and 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 talk about it with yeah. that someone right yeah and you can um i always like to remind people that even if you start at redcross.org as you go through that process i'm interested in giving blood or volunteering by you putting in your zip code it will bring all that information back to us but feel free to stop by and ask for john mitchell and we'll uh We'll talk about how we can work together. Sounds good. Uh, Kevin, good to have you, and thanks for your service and helping out with the uh, Red Cross and your volunteering, and uh, good luck with everything. Appreciate it, Brian. Thank you so much. Yes. Uh, Executive Director John Mitchell joining us today. New board member Kevin Fair from the Heart of Tennessee chapter of the American Red Cross. Hey, if you came in a bit late, missed part of the interview this morning, check the podcast at WGNSRadio.com. We podcast in all your favorite places and on YouTube as well. You can watch the live stream.